0: G'day, guys. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru podcast. Over the next week or two, we're going to be going through every single team in their first four games of the season, the first month of the 2022 season, and just have a look at their matchups because for every single team, the first four games is crucial, incredibly important. For some teams, though, It could be make or break. And the team we're going to kick off with is the Canterbury Bulldogs. Now, they've had a lot of changes. The squad has changed a heap. Considering I think they've won three games in the last, you know, 12 months or whatever the hell it's been. They haven't won many games of football recently. To sign the guys they've have, they've done incredibly well. I've been very impressed with uh, the signings they've made. Some of the guys they've been able to lure away from top-shelf clubs to come to their system. It's been fantastic. My worry is that they don't have the right guys in the right positions. Uh, you look at probably their their four weakest positions in the team, you would have to probably say it's hooker, it's probably half-back, and you could arguably throw fullback up there, depending on, on how Matt Dufty goes. Everywhere else, they're pretty stacked, but those are the crucial positions... Those, that's your spine, that's your combination positions. Now combinations as well, Matty Burton, arguably one of the best players, if not the best player on this roster, very early in his career, but he just came off a game in a grand final where if he would have got a Clive Churchill medal, you probably wouldn't have heard any arguments from me. Playing a different position in a different system, Combination position, it's going to take time. So, for them to hit the ground running is going to be really important. Now, because they have got new combos and whatnot, they've got a new fullback, they've got a new 5'8, whole back line has changed, the defensive structures are going to change, forward pack is going to change dramatically as well they are going to need as many games as possible to gel together. So you would have to assume that Canterbury, they're going to have their stars playing the vast majority of their trial games. It's just the reality of their situation, more risk of injury, et cetera. Fingers crossed they don't get any. Now, when you have a look at Canterbury, traditionally over the last few years, they haven't started overly well, which sort of is a reflection of where they finished over the last few years. Now, The last time the Bulldogs won more than one game in their first four games of the season was 2016. Do you know when the last time was the Canterbury Bulldogs played finals footy? It was 2016. Every year after that, they've won at maximum one game out of their first four. Every single season, they've missed the top eight. The last two years, I think it is, they've picked up a wooden spoon. There's a couple of years there where you could argue probably lucky not to get a wooden spoon realistically. So for Canterbury... They really need to start strong. It's going to be tough. They've got a few tough games. We'll go through all four of them in a minute. But when you have a look, at, a look back at season 2021, of course, picked up a wooden spoon there. Very disappointing season. They opened round one with new combos and everything. Kyle Flanagan came in. They lost that one 32-16 to 16, uh, to the Newcastle Knights. I didn't think they played terribly that game. It was raining up there as well. So, obviously, you know, it's going to rain in all games. We get that. But when you've got new combinations you're trying to You really don't want to have to play in the rain. And that was the one thing I'll say about Canterbury's start last year. They had to play their first four games in the – I think it was actually three games they played in the rain. They then took on the Panthers the week after, got slapped there. 28-0, it rained in that one. The week after that, 24-0 against the Brisbane Broncos. The week after that, 38-0 against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So week one, they lost 32-16. They scored 16 points. The next three weeks after that, they conceded almost 100 points and didn't score a single try. The week after they played the Melbourne Storm, they got beat 52-18. to So that poor start really set the Bulldogs up for a failure of a season, let's be perfectly honest here. They didn't get their first win until round seven. They beat the Cronulla Sharks there, and then once again, it was a long wait for their next win, they had to wait for the Dragons in round 14. So, in the first 14 weeks, they had two victories. And I think that uh, Dragons won. That might have been origin affected too. So, obviously, Force and Georgia Lawarra. So, two wins in your first 14, not good enough. No wins in your first four, unacceptable. Now, we have a look. At the Bulldogs heading into season 2022, round one, they play the North Queensland Cowboys. Round two, they play the Brisbane Broncos. Round three, they've got the Manly Seagulls. Round four, they've got the Melbourne Storm. Mixed draw. The first two weeks are decent considering this competition. The next two weeks after that are going to be a nightmare though. For me, I look at the Cowboys game and as much as it's a massive call and it's probably unfair, it'll sound ridiculous... I think round one against the Cowboys is close to a must-win game for Canterbury. I really do. Now, if they lose that one the week after, they're going to play the Broncos. I think they can win that one, but I would back the Broncos right now. I would assume they'd be the favourites. The Broncos are going to come off a game against South Sydney, the Adam Reynolds Cup there, so there's going to be a lot of emotion that goes into that. Might not be a bad week to play the Broncos, but if they beat South Sydney and they get a heap of confidence... I mean, this could be absolutely anything. Uh, So round one is crucial to me, absolutely crucial. This is a must-win game. The other thing about this is that it is in North Queensland. Now, the Cowboys, they've struggled over the last few years. Yeah, especially last year, they were pretty bang average. Um, I look at them, though, and I think, you know what? If there's one week I don't want to play the Cowboys, it's round one. Spirits are high. Malolo will be playing. All their guys will be fit, assuming they don't have any preseason injuries or whatnot. It's a new season. They're starting off fresh. It worries me a lot that this is the easy game. And granted... It's the Cowboys. I would back them in to win this game, Canterbury. I think they're sitting at they're they're both a dollar ninety favourites at the moment. But you do not want to play them round one. And look, there's there's worse teams to play round one. You know, the Melbourne Storm would be an absolute nightmare. The Roosters, South Sydney, it, it, it could get heaps worse. I get that. This is their easy game, and it's round one all teams are going to be up for this one. They've been waiting six months for this. The Cowboys, they will be so excited for this one because they will see this as as a game that they can legitimately win. If I'm sitting in Cowboys camp, I'm looking at this Bulldog side and going, you know what? They've got new combinations. We're at home. New spine. new players everywhere, new defensive structures. We can take advantage of new guys standing next to each other that haven't stood next to each other before, that haven't defended next to each other before. It's going to be you know early March in North Queensland. It's going to be hot. So this is going to be a big test for the Bulldogs to kick off their season. But for me, I legitimately do think this is a must-win game. The week after they return home, they play the Brisbane Broncos in Sydney coming off the Adam Reynolds Cup. Then it turns into a nightmare. Good God, it's bad after that. Then they have to go to Brookvale Oval or Four Pines Park, Lotto Lamb, whatever the hell you want to call it, to play the Manly Seagulls Turbo in round three at Manly. I give them little to no hope of winning that one. That one's going to be tough. Round four. They have to go down to Melbourne to play down there at Amy Park. Very, very tough. Melbourne, I think they played the week before against South Sydney. That'll be the return to Melbourne game. Still playing at Amy Park will be very, very special for this Melbourne Storm side. We know how Melbourne start seasons traditionally, they are very good and they will be taking on a team that is still trying to work out their combinations. I have no doubt whatsoever, Craig Bellamy, he will be able to watch Canterbury in the first three weeks. He will identify which guys aren't gelling together, which guys aren't working and good God, he will be able to take advantage of them. So Melbourne Storm, round four, to round out the first four weeks, that is going to be a brutal one. If their spirits are down in round four, if they go into that game 0-3, I think Melbourne will absolutely give it to them down there at Amy Park. And that could just send this season into chaos. You look at the few weeks after that as well. I mean, it doesn't get much easier. Round five, they're at Combank Stadium. Um, They've played the Penrith Panthers, the defending premiers. The week after that, they play the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So... You know, there's four games in a row there where they play Manly, Melbourne, Penrith, South Sydney. Then they play the Broncos again. Then they've got the Chooks. So it really doesn't get that much easier for them as the start of the season goes on. For me... I I doubt they're going to beat any of those top four teams, to be perfectly honest with you. I think they will lose those four games. So these first two are crucial. North Queensland round one, uh, Brisbane Broncos round two. They need to win both of those. I mean, if they can come out of the Roosters game in round eight with a record of maybe three and five, four and four. I think they've done well there realistically. After that, there's a few games in a row there where I think they can win. They play the Raiders, they play the Newcastle Knights, they play the West Tigers, the Dragons. So there's four games in a row there I think they can win. Then they run into the Panthers, the Eels, the Tigers and the Sharks. So, They're going to go through ebbs and flows in this season, especially to start it. But I look at round one, I look at round two, and I go, these are close to must-win games. I think round one is an absolute must-win game. If you win round one, you lose round two, you can maybe try and pull a win out of your ass against one of these top four sides. It's going to be tough, though. If they can win those first two games and come out of those next four, if they lose all those, which I'm expecting them to, with a record of two and four, you can manage that. You can get through with that. But if you come out of there with a record of one and five, Zero and six, all of a sudden Canterbury is in some big trouble. And then. You've also got to consider what Trent Barrett is like as a coach. He will chop and change things. He will flip the narrative as soon as things aren't going right. This could, this could cause chaos in the Canterbury system. This is why I keep saying I'm bloke in a bar. And look, I would go with Kyle Flanagan in the seven to start the season. It looks like Jake Avarillo is going to start. Uh, Gus Gould came out and, and, and defended Kyle Flanagan the other day, saying nothing's in stone, which I understand I get. But I think the writing's sort of on the wall that Barrett went with Avarillo consistently last year. Didn't even let, you know, he pulled Flano out of the team completely and he wasn't even going back to play Reggie's. And now we're seeing in just about every preseason photo, Avarillo seems to be the starting seven there. What I'm hearing is that Avarillo will be the guy, regardless of what Gus is saying. We've still got trials to come. Hopefully, Flano can put his best foot forward in those trials. But at the moment, it looks like Avarillo, if we get to round six, you know, Or round eight even after the Roosters game And they've lost to Brisbane twice And they've lost these other games And maybe the Cowboys is their only win I think you will see changes there It will cause a lack of stability in this side. This is why I keep saying on Bloke and Bar, as I was saying before, whether you go with Flanagan, whether you go with Avrillo, I think you have to stick with them until Origin. Origin will allow them to get through this really tough start of their, first four, of their first four of six games, which is going to be brutal. It's going to be like a final series for them. And then leading into Origin, you've got the Raiders, you've got the Newcastle Knights, you've got the West Tigers, you've got the Dragons. So there's four games there where they can sort of rebalance themselves and sort themselves out. Do you want to be losing these? top sides no you don't but the reality is good sides win that is what happens in the NRL the teams at the bottom Canterbury that are rebuilding themselves that are finding new combos it's going to be a tough gig I think you've got to stick with whatever side you pick until State of Origin 1 then you can start to make some changes but for me I think it has to be Jeremy Marshall, King, at Hooker. I think it has to be Burton at six. I think it has to be Matt Dufty at one. And I think the halfback, Avrilla or Flanagan, whoever you choose, when you give them that jersey, you say all four of these guys, you've got until Origin 1 to sort it out. You've got two must-win games to kick off of the season. You've got four brutal games that I want to see you compete in. And then you've got a run of about six games where I think you could win four or five of these realistically if you get the very best out of the pieces around you. And you've got a heap, an absolute heap of good pieces around you you've now got Josh Adokar you've now got Tavita Pango Jr hopefully they've got RFM back by them you've got Paul Vaughan there is a lot of really talented players that are in this side now but they just need to be patient getting through those first you know, six weeks of tough opposition outside of the first two games. And look, if Brisbane are a top eight side this year, I won't be overly shocked. So there is a good chance that in the first eight weeks, seven of those games are going to be against top eight sides. The only one that isn't a top eight is going to be the Cowboys, who you're going to play at home in round one where their spirits are as high as they're probably going to be all season realistically, in my opinion, for the Cowboys anyway. Canterbury, the last time they won more than one game in the first month of the NRL was 2016. We're now moving on six years from there. The last time they played finals footy, you know it, 2016. Your start is very important. They cannot, cannot let themselves start this season like they did last season. They will find themselves in some deep curry very, very quickly if they do.